Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. ESPN Denver 1600 presents Clar and Company. Well, I will say this time of year is Nirvana for me. <laughs> it's March Madness. Lori's a basketball widow all month long. Hey, uh, Broncos Blast is next. And as always, it's uh, brought to you by our friends at Framed Art. Brian Hart, Framed Art. Keep calm and frame on at Framed Art. It's here. Celebrate it on Tuesday. The 30th anniversary party it was postponed earlier this year because of Snowmageddon. Brian invites you to celebrate COVID style at Framed Art. 30 65 South Broadway from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. Say hello and get a free coffee drink of your choice from Brightside Coffee Trailer, which will be outside, located out uh, outside of Framed Art at 3065 South Broadway from personal uh, and sports memorabilia to museum quality fine art. The award-winning framer is Framed Art for all of Metro Denver's 3065 South Broadway. And uh, just ahead of that, let's uh, just say we have our Argonaut Wine and Liquor Toast of the Week. Staying cautious in a pandemic creates stress, doesn't it? So let's take our uh, our toast this week, Jimmy, to the Nuggets getting Aaron Gordon, the Avalanche, who are healthy and making a Stanley Cup run, and the Sweet 16, all those college kids who are playing to stay alive for glory when just being alive is glory. Uh, we toast you and here's to you and to us and for the celebration at its finest. You can get what you need at your one-stop shop at Argonaut Wine and Liquor 760's Colfax. Much of it on sale at Denver's biggest and best priced liquor store. Largest selection of cold beer in all of Denver. Liquid treasure that cheers you and warms you in a safe store environment and it's made even safer if you want to shop online uh, and on the phone for delivery, curbside, or cash register pickup, more than 17,000 items. Best in Denver, annual Westward Reader's favorite. And this week, uh, I am reading about mouthwatering emails from Sheila's Grapevine, 
They were suggesting nine wines that I must have, <laughs> including Chateau Vinoble Bordeaux Superior uh, to 2017. It's rated 91 points, and it's at an incredible discount. Shine up for the Sheila grapevine email and get these incredible deals in in your inbox uh, at home. Argonaut has it and they deliver 760s Colfax and on that note we welcome in for Broncos Blast Ian St. Clair read him at Mile High Report and read him at playcolorado.com and uh, good morning Ian Good morning guys it's been a while Michael yeah, we, we uh, gave you some time off here in the midst of March Madness, but we're back. There's uh, a, a, an excitement brewing in the community. It's starting slow as a groundswell. Bronco fans have been suffering a, lo- a long time, but there's a growing optimism with George Payton in control, adding defensive backs, not just the Nuggets, but the Broncos are bolstering defense these days. Um, and so we're going to break down the position groups and see just where today, amidst free agency and before the draft, where the Broncos stand. And let's start with the category, uh, number one. Which position group is Super Bowl contenders? And I've got one. I had to go to great lengths to get two. I had to split the defensive backfield. But I'd say if Von Miller is back to where he was at the end of preseason last year before the season-ending injury. He and Bradley Chubb give the outside linebackers. I would rate them Super Bowl contender quality. And if I split the defensive back room and just take the safeties, Justin Simmons on his long-term deal, Kareem Jackson brought back, that I think the safeties can also be said to be of the caliber of, uh, of Super Bowl contenders. Who have you got in that category? I, I'll add in, uh, in terms of the edges, I think you have probably the best number three edge rusher in the league and probably in Malik Reed. So I think the edge is definitely a position group to uh, be a Super Bowl contender. I would add the cornerback group because if you're able to get a Kyle Fuller of 2018, the one that was the last year that Vic Fangio coached in Chicago, Kyle Fuller had the best season of his career. He tied for the league lead in interceptions, was up towards the top in terms of passes defended. So that's the reason Kyle Fuller is in Denver. He's playing for Vic Fangio. And Ronald Darby just had a a great season for the Washington football team. And I I think the big concern with him is health, but he just played a 16-game season for Washington. So I would put cornerback in that category of Super Bowl contender on top of uh, the safeties and the edge. Absolutely. I mean, I agree with you. But, fellas, let's talk about the fatal flaw of the Broncos here for a minute. Yeah, their edge rushing and their secondary is fantastic. The Fuller signing was just absolutely a stroke of genius. To get this guy on a one-year deal, all right, let's talk briefly about officially a phenomenon going on with free agency. A lot of guys are taking one-year deals that are almost guaranteed because they want to go back into free agency next year when the salary cap goes up. So it's really an aberration to be able to get a fantastic player in Fuller on a one-year deal. So, hey, kudos, kudos absolutely to George Payton. Their secondary is really good. Their edge rush, I really look forward to be a major, major strength. But, fellas, here's the thing. If you don't score any points and you're always behind (laughs) in the third and fourth quarter, teams aren't going to be looking to throw the ball downfield on you. So you mitigate your strengths unless somehow this offense steps up. They have got to find a way to score 20, 25 points minimum 
if, if you want to compete. And I'm not talking get to the playoffs and be a Super Bowl contender. I'm talking about competing. I'm talking about being 8-8. Eight and eight. They got major issues offensively, and until that goes away, I'm sorry, you can be as strong as you want on the defensive side of the ball, but it's just not going to matter. I, I completely agree with you, Jimmy, and I, I, I'll even take it a step further. I think it's all on the quarterback because I think they have the receivers, especially with Cortland Sutton coming back. Now you have a deep wide receiver group that has Jerry Judy and Tim Patrick and K.J. Hamler. You have a tight end group that has Noah Fant and Albert Abunam coming back from injury. The offensive line perhaps could be the best in the AFC West. So it really is on the quarterback. And until George Payton gets the quarterback figured out, it's not even competing. It's being relevant. And this is what Adam Malnati and I have talked about on our podcast. It's his fear of the Broncos becoming the Cleveland Browns or the Buffalo Bills until the Buffalo Bills finally got Josh Allen after Jim Kelly retired. So it's not just about being competitive. It's about being relevant, being something that that NFL Network and ESPN and the national media focuses on. And that's unheard of in this city with Broncos country and the Broncos with Pat Bowen and John Elway and then leading up to Peyton Manning. So the last five years have really set this organization back. And it's not just about being competitive. It's about being something that people even focus on. Well, let's uh, let's jump then. Okay, playoff contender caliber. I've got the wide receivers with Cortland Sutton coming back. Tight ends with Fanton, Oakway, Boonham. Um, special teams with McManus and Martin. Maybe Deontay Spencer belongs. Uh, the defensive line with Shelby Harris, uh, Trey Jones, Mike Purcell, Deshaun Williams, uh, McTelvin, Agim. I can put them there. I have the cornerbacks in playoff contender because I want to see these guys uh, like Callahan stay healthy and stay on the field. Uh, Darby and Fuller played full seasons last year so maybe they maybe they're they're better like you say Ian but not ready to compete the quarterback room with Drew Locke and Mark Rippon the offensive line as good as Bowles Risner and perhaps Glasgow who I guess pass blocked well last year uh, are Cushenberry has to get much better and I expect he'll have some improvement but what happens at right tackle if Juwan James doesn't play to his ability or doesn't play and DeMar Dotson is is the right tackle there what about the depth there? And I've still got questions. Running back room, Melvin Gordon uh, by himself, followed by Royce Freeman and Michael Boone. That seems awfully thin. Uh, Alexander Johnson and Joel uh, Josie Jewell at inside linebacker. Nobody, uh, nobody there to cover tight ends uh, still. Uh, Ian, who, who have you got in not ready to compete? I think in terms of the defense, uh, the weak link is definitely middle linebacker, and it's been that way since Al Wilson retired. And I, hopefully George Payton and Vic Fangio are able to find, whether it's in the draft or there's a trade perhaps that they can make. But middle linebacker is still the weak link on that defense. And unless they can have someone who can cover a tight end, and we saw what happened in the Super Bowl when you have a defense that's able to get pressure on Patrick Mahomes and cover Travis Kelsey, that's how you shut down the Kansas City Chiefs. The Broncos have two. They have one of them. They need to get the second one now, and I think that's the weak link on this defense. I think with Juwan James, the thing that Broncos fans and the Broncos can look forward to is he's coming off a season where he opted out, and we won't get into whether or not he should or should not have, but I think 
that's going to benefit him from the fact that he's going to be completely healthy. So he's going to be able to come in and hopefully live up to what the Broncos expected when they signed him. So I think in terms of the offense, it really does, as, as Jimmy said earlier. It, 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 to me, it's all about the quarterback. Until the quarterback is figured out, the offense as a whole is going to be incomplete. It's not ready to compete until the quarterback position is figured out. And, fellas, what did we see from uh, the goings-on of yesterday? Whoa! Talk about a lightning bolt or two, right? But clearly it looks like the first four picks are going to be quarterbacks in the draft, okay? And it certainly looks like all five of the number one prospects, first-round prospects, will be off the board. Well, I suspect the Broncos won't get one of the quarterbacks. So you move forward with a veteran, and obviously the the Deshaun Watson thing is is not a thing anymore right now. But that leaves – who does that leave? Well, it it might actually work out for the Broncos because if they can somehow walk away with Micah Parsons or Penny Sewell, I'd be just fine with that. You look at this offensive line, it is painfully thin. Yeah, it was a lot better last year than we thought it was going to be, but it's still, do not kid yourself. It's painfully thin. And then the Juwan James issue. Fellas, where are you with him? I mean, I don't know if you even bring him to training camp. I certainly don't. They want guys who are invested, who actually want to play for the Denver Broncos. I, I think they're going to bring Juwan James back. I think the fact that he's had he's had the year off, he's going to be healthy. I think he will be recommitted to playing again. So we'll see with Juwan James. Um, I, I think, not to beat a dead horse, I, I think perhaps what the Broncos can do if they're not able to trade up to number four, which is what they're going to have to get if they want to get one of these four quarterbacks. I think the thing that works in their favor is the Falcons will not trade in division. So if the Panthers want to get up to number four, there's no way the Falcons are going to trade that pick in the division. So the the Broncos, if they want to get up, they could get to number four. But it's going to be someone, and hopefully the, the, the 49ers are infatuated with Mac Jones and Justin Fields drops to number four. That would be an ideal situation for the Broncos. So there is that. If they can't go that route, and perhaps look for Alex Smith. That might be a guy who could be that bridge quarterback like he was for the Chiefs before they were able to get Patrick Mahomes. Well, I agree. And if Justin Fields isn't there for the Broncos, I don't see making that move to bring in an inexperienced competition for Drew Locke as opposed to an Alex Smith and a a veteran competitor there. I agree with that. Ian, we will continue to read about an intriguing offseason of the Denver Broncos at Mile High Report and PlayColorado.com. Thank you, and uh, we'll catch up with you. Draft talk is just heating up. Thanks. Thanks, Ian. Thanks, guys. All right. Next, when we come back, it's exciting time up in Fort Collins Ram Roundup. After surviving the Nico Medved University of Minnesota scare, the Rams rallied for a win over North Carolina State. They reached the NIT semifinals against Memphis today. This is a good a good basketball game. We'll talk about that in spring football next with Kelly Lyle from the Coloradan right after this.